This episode of The Better Business Show is brought to you in association with Triodos Bank, a global pioneer in sustainable banking using the power of finance to support projects that benefit people and planet. To find out more, head to triodos.co.uk. Hello and welcome to The Better Business Show with me, Tom Idle. Thanks for tuning in. Coming up this week. I'm here to run a bank because I think of all the change that I've strived to achieve over the last 20 years and seen lots of good things happen. Fundamentally, a sort of more sustainable and fair society is undermined by systemic problems, one of which is our financial systems. Yes, we're with Dr Bevis Watts, the UK Managing Director of Triodos, the bank using the power of finance to be a force for good. We're going to be finding out exactly what that means as we ask, what's the point of banking anyway? Stay tuned. Yeah, welcome back. This is episode 39 of The Better Business Show. I'm Tom Idle. I'm your host uh, here for the next half hour or so. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for coming back to us. If you're a loyal listener, you've been enjoying our episodes over the last uh, 38 weeks. Uh, Love you being there. If you're new to all this, then welcome aboard. Um, If you go to our website, the website for the show is betterbusiness.show. Uh, that's www.betterbusiness.show. Uh, you'll find all the, the past episodes that you can work your way through. Some great stories we've had over the last 38 weeks. And pre, you know, pretty much all of the, the shows are evergreen. So you know, work your way through them. There's so much inspiration there from some of the companies, organizations, projects that we've had on board. Um, I'm just I'm looking around in my office right now, looking at the board, the roster, the guest roster we've got on the board here. Uh, just to remind myself of the amazing people we've had on the show over the last last 38 weeks uh, so yeah so do that if you if you haven't already done so on our website there's a box right at the top of that page uh where you can sign up to our weekly newsletter so go do that if, if you fancy uh receiving our friday newsletter um and the other thing i wanted to say before we get into the heart of this week's story um two things uh, the t-shirt shop that we set up um well back in off the back of episode 30 so a good few weeks ago now we set up a t-shirt business um you'll find out all the details on in episode 30 if you're interested in this um but we basically bought a, a supply chain off the shelf um uh, that rapper nui had put together um and we set up our own t-shirt business um so have a look at the t-shirts we've got there's lots of better business show themed t-shirts on our store uh we've also got the majority of them are uh quotes on the t-shirts all printed on there emblazoned uh kind of quotes from famous environmentalists people like um jonathan porritt who obviously we had on the show a couple of weeks ago um and Naomi Klein and uh, Nick Stern, so people like that. So if you're kind of a green geek, it's definitely the, the, the place for you. Um, we, uh, yeah, it's obviously Christmas coming up. Someone must want a T-shirt, so have a look at the, sh- the, the, the store. Uh, it's a good way of supporting the show. Um, and, yeah, do check it out. The, the website is betterbusinessshow.tmill. That's T-E-E-M-I-L-L.co.uk. That's betterbusinessshow.tmail.co.uk. The other thing I wanted to say is that we broadcast the show twice a week now. So obviously this uh, episode, uh, the main story of of the week goes out on Mondays. 
but on Fridays we do a, a, what we call our Friday Five. You might have seen this. We've been doing it for a couple of weeks now. Uh, but myself and Vicky Knowles uh, have a chat over Skype, rounding up the the week's best stories. So the top five stories from the past seven days. It gives you a nice ten minute digest as you head off into the into the weekend. So have a look at that. Obviously, if you're subscribing to the show, that'll automatically hit you. Um, all the more reason to do so. But yeah, so twice a week now. Uh, so check out the Friday Five. Since the economic crash of 2008, the world's financial institutions have been desperately rallying to regain public trust and restore their licence to operate. As we know, the recklessness of some banks triggered a disastrous string of events, many of which have been played out in books and films and TV shows during the last eight years. The practices of those institutions in which we put our trust, our faith, our money, to use it wisely has quite rightly been put under a microscope like never before and has encouraged more and more of us to question the purpose of banking. I mean, I bank with HSBC. I've done all my adult life. I remember going into my local branch uh, when it, you know, when I was 16, having started my first Saturday job. I filled in some forms and then I waited for my checkbook and my bank card to arrive in the post the following week. It was such an exciting moment in my young life. But never did I once question whether I could trust that bank to take care of my money. Never did I ask where that money would be spent, how it would be spent. As I say, I'm still an HSBC customer for both my personal and my business accounts. The rigmarole of switching accounts has always kind of put me off. And I'm not disgusted by what HSBC stands for, not at all. In fact, you know, in some areas, like its investment in climate research, I think it's showing a lot of leadership. And so I've stayed a loyal customer. But perhaps, you know, where we keep our money needs to be challenged once in a while. And together, uh, I talk to you, my audience there, we have a perfect opportunity to do just that this month here on The Better Business Show, brought to you this week and the next three weeks in association with Triodos Bank. Um, What's the point of banking? What can financial institutions with all their power and influence do to help create a better, fairer and more sustainable world? So this week, we're going to be spending some time with Triodos a company which believes that banking can be a powerful force for good, serving individuals, serving communities, as well as building a more sustainable society. And the business uses its 12 billion euros of customer deposits to generate social, environmental and cultural value in a transparent, sustainable way. Triodos isn't just a bank, it's actually changing the way that banking is done. And its customers, some of which we're going to be meeting in the next few weeks on the show, are helping to build a movement that's kind of cultivating positive social, environmental and cultural change as well. So I met with the UK Managing Director of Triodos at the company's Bristol headquarters. To find out more, here's our conversation. So Bevis, thank you for being here and joining us on the Better Business Show. Delighted to be able to grab some time with you. Um, Now you're the Managing Director of of a bank, um, a very well respected and successful bank enjoying a, a very fruitful time right now. Um, but it's a bank with a big difference. And uh, if anybody has any doubt about that, they only have to look at your CV. Um, you were with the, the government agency RAP for a number of years. You were the chief executive of the Avon Wildlife Trust. You're a chartered environmentalist. Um, how, how come you ended up running a bank? Good question. <laughs> uh, I, I, I like to call myself first and foremost an environmentalist. And I've spent my whole career trying to look at where I can have impact in in different roles and so on. And a a common theme throughout that has been 
uh, an interest in the, in the power of money to affect real change and uh, deliver behavioural change and incentivise um, businesses to change behaviour in certain sectors. So when I worked at the Waste and Resources Action Programme, I was you know, using money as government, money as guarantees, for example, and uh, investing in a venture capital fund and things like that. And uh, I ran their national business advisory services, part of which introduced businesses to banks looking to secure investment to grow recycling operations in the UK. So... Um, so, uh, and it was in that life that I discovered Triodos. So my association with Triodos goes back to 2003, and I was here previously as head of business banking for nearly five years. So, um, so I have a very commercial background, but uh, I, I'm here to run a bank because I think of, of all the change that I've strived to achieve over the last 20 years and seen lots of good things happen, I think fundamentally a sort of more sustainable and fair society is undermined by systemic problems, one of which is our financial systems. Uh, and our banking culture and mm-hmm. I really want Triodos to be a reference point for how banking should be done and really lead the way in showing how you can use money in a very conscious way uh, and address the sort of you know major social environmental challenges we have. Mm. And at the core of this is, is how, you, uh, how you decide which companies, which projects to, to, to fund, to, to lend money to. Um, on the face of it, you know, you only lend to, to companies or projects that have a that create a positive environmental or social good. But I guess there's lots of nuances to that. And how do you, what's that process look like? How do you decide yeah. which is the right project, which is the right company, and how do you kind of know that you're going to have the, the impact that you uh, that you want to have? Yeah, I mean, we. Um yeah, we do a range of things as the banks. I mean, if I talk firstly about the lending, so what we do with um, people's money who save with us, we only lend it to organisations that can demonstrate that they'll have a positive social, uh, environmental, cultural impact. And uh, so the first thing we engage with is the idea. What's this sort of idea or organisation trying to do? Uh, and, uh, um, and then start to look at the motivations of the people before we really start to say, actually, does this sort of... Um, stack up in a financial sense what security could the bank sort of take and look mm. at the commercial aspects and that, that's really the essence of Triodos and how we think and work as a bank um, we do try and uh, really measure our impact so um, you know we try and uh, produce impact statistics so not just financial statistics for our customers to understand so they can look at you know how many, the equivalent of how many homes in the UK or Europe we're financing through renewable energy projects and, and so on so naturally I mean Triodos has been going for 36 years, 21 years in the UK. So there's a lot of track record in some of these things uh, mm. as to, as, uh, you know, that we're familiar with. And it, it's when we come across something new, we really have to look uh, deeply and say, actually, you know, how does this have a, a, an impact and so on. Um, so you know, we, at the minute, there's a, you know, a chronic housing shortage in the UK and particularly a concern around housing for vulnerable groups. So you know, that's a live example of something we're looking at and saying, actually, how do we get the balance right between sustainability yet helping people in crisis and mm. primarily our mission is to improve people's quality of life you know yeah. we're often we're often sort of branded a green bank but actually you know we see the green as essential to our future quality of lives that's why we do environmental projects yeah. so um, uh, so we don't just do lending though we also um, uh, do socially responsible investment funds. So the, these are in, in investments in listed companies where we are, um, through these funds, taking a shareholding and trying to challenge them about their environmental and social governance performance uh, and, and you know participating in an active dialogue about how do you sort of improve that performance and are they delivering on their claims. So, I mean, there... 
those um, funds uh, are screened um, firstly against some negative criteria and things that we wouldn't uh, absolutely touch but then we're looking at best in class so we're trying to find people who really based on the research that our team do mm. that they are leading the way in whatever industry they're in whether that's printing whether that's uh, you know whatever sort of business they're in right and where do you think you can have the most impact well I mean that's a hard question because we also are involved in um, microfinance. We're one of the biggest providers of microfinance and I think have investments in microfinance institutions in over 50 developing countries now. So, you know, uh, I, I think we, we need to sort of continue to grow and develop as a bank so we're involved in all of those things. I think it's really exciting we've got into uh, being involved in um, uh, socially responsible um, uh, in investment funds and so on over time because you know that that's trying to have real impact at scale mm. and change behaviour on huge companies worldwide. But I think you know the the real impact Triodos has is inspiring people to think about the role their money has. Um, I think money is one of the greatest forms of democracy. Uh, that we have every pound you spend, uh, every you know pound that is saved, and what your bank does with that money is a vote for your values and the future society you want to see. Yeah. Um, and that's the biggest impact we have. So, um, in terms of you know what we're trying to do is inspire more people to use their money consciously and consider Triodos and other mm. you know socially um, sort of uh, 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 you know social investment options and so on in doing that. Yeah. Yeah. But I guess going back to, to the, the projects and companies you, you lend money to, uh, just because you know you're creating or you hope to create an environmental or social good, doesn't mean that there's no risk attached. And often, I guess there might be even more risk attached because some of the projects are, as you say, quite new, quite innovative. Mm. I mean, how do you get that balance right? How do you make that judgment call often? Yeah, I mean, at, at the end of the day, we are first and foremost a, a bank. And the last thing I ever want to happen is for um, sustainable banking to be dismissed as something that's a nice little add-on or not a sort of um, a, a credible um, uh, financial proposition. And I think it's worth noting that in 2008, when the financial crisis really hit, mm. um, we were in a very strong, stable position because our banking model is different to other banks. We're not exposed to wholesale finance in the same way. We hold much higher levels of capital to buffer us against shocks. Uh, and um, you know we've continued to provide between 3.4 and 5.5% return on equity in all of the years subsequent to 2008 and I think you'll find very few if any banks who can demonstrate that so so uh, you know and I think it's really important we are a challenger bank in that we're challenging how banking is done yeah. you know we're not just trying to challenge in the sense of more competition in the sector for, yeah. for the same old same old so um, so that's a that's a really important thing but I mean you know, uh, so I think our business model is proven to be less risky than other banks. And actually, you know, um, risks in terms of what you lend to, yes, we do finance some new things. And our DNA and our great pride is that we finance some of the early fair trade pioneers, you know, some of the first renewable energy companies in the UK, the first community land trusts. So I can list, you know, dozens of things that we've been the first bank to do. But um, risk is often about understanding and how much you invest in really understanding and then monitoring 
you know, uh, what somebody is is doing and whether it delivers on on what the business plan was. Yeah. Um, and I think that's that's the key thing is being very close to the customer and having a relationship where you really connect about what you're trying to do and and mm. a good dialogue about what is and isn't working around that. You know, and uh, and sure, you know, we're a bank. We take we do take um, uh, risks in the portfolio, and some things don't always work. But mm. uh, I'm really pleased to say our bad debt performance is very very strong. You yeah. know. Uh, and, and one of the other reasons for that is I think we always work hard with customers when it isn't going right to not sort of, you know, push the panic button and force them to sell security or wind up the business. You know, that's a kind of last resort, really. We're always trying mm. to work through problems and, and, and keep an eye on the social, environmental, cultural impact we both want to have. Mm. And the other thing I think, you know, is, is fairly shocking, I think, is, is your level of transparency as a bank. I love the fact that you can go onto your website, you can see exactly who you're lending money to. I mean, how important is that in the ethos of the, of the business? Oh, it's essential. I mean, uh, it, it's, it's one of our four um, primary values is, is transparency. And uh, I think um, you, you can't sort of say to people that we are a sustainable bank and we're only investing money in a positive way unless you give people a chance to scrutinise that. So we do numerous things, I think, that, that um, uh, you know, are best in class in terms of transparency. We, we, we publish online all of the loans that we make. So you can go to knowwhereyourmoneygoes.co.uk and you can type in your postcode and see loans that we make in the area around you. You could zoom out from there and see every loan that we make nationwide. Uh, You can zoom out and see every loan we make in Europe and every microfinance investment we make worldwide. So, you know, but we we also um, go to much higher levels of reporting as a bank. We one of the first, uh, I think we were the first bank to achieve B Corp accreditation. You know, we report under the UN PRI principles and so on, and are engaged in all those debates about about disclosure and transparency. You know, so people can also understand that what we mean by sustainable banking is a robust and resilient banking model, not just the money doing good things. Yeah, and are all your clients, customers, happy about? having you know their names on your website yeah I mean actually um, uh, I think uh, all of the clients I've ever spoken to about the the transparency see it as an, an added value right. uh, as being part of a community where their bank actively promotes them and is a sort of you know endorsement of what they're doing that they're part of this community of like-minded organizations so um, I think everybody's always embraced it obviously we're very sensitive we don't put the commercial details of the loans on there and so on it's just mm. the people we are lending to and what they do sure sure you know so tell me how the, how the company's structured obviously a lot of our listeners tuning in from across Europe will probably be quite familiar with Triodos mm. in the UK less so we're here in Bristol at your, your headquarters here in the UK um, how is how's the company structured so um Triodos is now um, uh, mid 2016 a 12.6 billion euro bank uh, 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 in terms of uh, total assets under management and we operate in five European countries with some finance operations in others actually but uh, we have five um, uh, branch countries and the UK is, is one of those um, and uh, so the branch structure means that we are all one company and we are a Dutch registered um, bank, but we operate in each individual country under license and regulation from the host regulators. So mm-hmm. in the UK, we are regulated by the Prudential Regulatory Authority and the Financial Conduct, Conduct Authority. Uh, the, um, 
the ownership structure is one of the, the, the ways in which we think our model is, is different. So um, people who, who buy um, shares in the bank, effectively, they, they, uh, they are given depository receipts because those shares are held in trust uh, by a um, foundation. And uh, that gives uh, people who have those depository receipts the opportunity to elect a board to represent all of those shareholders collectively. So there is, there is one sort of strong discussion between a shareholder representing the interests of all right. uh, and the bank. Um, and then there are rules around that foundation which, um, uh, which holds the shares uh, that, uh, that, that I think people can't have more than 10% of, uh, of shares. So the bank's mission is protected. Right, right. So we can't ever be acquired and taken over by somebody who thinks, actually, this is a good commercial proposition. You know, the mission of the bank, what we're here to do and so on, is, is protected in perpetuity. Right. Um, and that, that's an interesting sort of live debate in the UK. The, the Cabinet Office have been doing a review of um, what they call mission-led businesses. And that this model of actually having a foundation own the shares and people electing a board of that foundation to represent interest is is quite an innovative one. Interesting. Now, we've touched on it before, you, you were previously with the bank uh, for five years between 2008 and 2012. You went off to the Avon Wildlife Trust, you came back as managing director. I wonder how the landscape changed in that time that you were away, and I mean, mm. you know, there's plenty of talk about this kind of, almost like a perfect storm brewing where consumers are I guess more and more intolerable of, of kind of corporate malpractice, you know, whether it's inaction mm. on climate change, whether mm. it's avoiding, you know, corporation tax, as mm. we've seen with, with Apple in recent months. Um, I wonder whether you see that, that swing in, in customer excitement about a business like Triodos. I, I certainly do. If I reflect from when I first joined the bank in 2008, the financial crisis had just hit and all of the debate was around how do you mitigate this? It then moved on to how do we stop this happening again, and we've had a huge amount of extra regulation in banking, and uh, uh, and, and all banks, including Triodos, have had to react and adapt to that. And I think the debate's now shifted on again to actually we've stopped happening again, but you know we we, we still have worldwide economic um, uncertainty. Mm. Uh, we have um, growing sort of poverty divides in the UK. And, and there's a big question now, which is whether banking really serves society and our future needs. And you have people like Mark Carney and Adair Turner, you know, questioning whether banking is socially useful. And so I think this was a really interesting time to come back to the bank because I think um, we, we are, you know, moving beyond um, uh, two things. Firstly, big business being immune from transparency and it carrying on and being seen as a good thing all on the basis of a brand. People mm. will look much deeply now and much more deeply and say, you know, what is this business and organisation really doing? And, uh, and you gave the example of taxation, which is just one element. But... Uh, um, uh, but, you know, but beyond that, I think it's a really interesting time to uh, question and challenge what um, what banking is about, yeah. uh, and uh, and that's something I hope we do, and uh, and uh, we plan to launch a personal current account mid 2017, yeah. yeah, and that's a real call to arms to sort of invite people to challenge the way banking is done. Yeah. So the current account that that is in place across Europe, but just not in the UK, right? Uh, not across Europe. We, okay. we, it's been in place in the, the Netherlands and in Spain for a while. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're our two biggest branches. They, they are where we already are positioned as a first bank. And yeah. the ambition in the UK is that we 
become uh, people's first bank, which means we are the place they go to for their transactional banking. You know, we're not just an online postal savings bank. We are, you know, um, online current accounts, mobile apps, etc. And that that's the exciting thing that will happen mid 2017. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, clearly, you know, you're you're doing something right. Your latest half year results uh, I've got here in front of me: 4.1% growth in lending. 5% growth on your balance sheet, net profit of 18.6 million euros, 23,000 new customers, uh, representing a 4% growth. Uh, the future's looking, looking pretty rosy for you guys. Yeah, I mean, it's a very challenging time, actually, for banks generally, because we have a zero or negative base rate environment in, in mm. Europe now. Uh, it, it's projected that we'll have that for five years plus. We've got near zero interest rates in the UK. Uh, and we've had rounds and rounds of quantitative easing from governments and central banks that mean we have uh, um, actually excess liquidity in the market. So um, it's quite a challenging time to be in banking, yet, as you say, I think our financial performance stacks up. Yeah. So um, so it, it's not an easy time for any bank, but uh, I think... Um, you know the resilience our model has had, and mm. the strength in the philosophy of how we um, uh, run the bank, and so on, um, coupled with people's increasing enthusiasm for a different kind of banking, yeah. means we're seeing the growth and the stability that that, that our half-year results show. And do you think that that you will see a kind of a kind of uh, a lessons learned approach from traditional mainstream banks? I mean, they've taken a bit of a battering in recent years, quite rightly. Uh, we've seen, you know, RBS come out, and you know they're going to be the bank for the small business. We've seen Barclays desperate to get back to it, their kind of Quaker roots, talking about citizenship. Um, you know, as you said earlier, they, they, you know, they're operating in a, you know, what you call fundamentally flawed system. Uh, but do you think you'll we'll see a kind of traditional banks learning lessons and, and changing their ways? Do you think? Well, I mean, I hope so. Uh, I, I think what we're here to do is to try and be a reference point for change in banking more widely. So, right. you know, I would love to think that we're going to see, you know, widespread change in banking culture, particularly, mm. uh, and what banking's um, really about. But I think uh, there has to be much wider um, systemic change for that to happen. We've just had a competition and markets authority report. Uh, on banking, which in our view didn't go anything like far enough to offer any real meaningful change. You know, one of the things the report highlighted was that um, uh, all of the mainstream um, uh, top banks in the UK are charging considerably more than payday lenders for unauthorised overdraft rates. Well, the people who generally use unauthorised overdraft limits are the people who um, are really struggling to manage their finances in society. So all we're doing is penalising um, some of the poorer, um, uh, you know, and less well-off people in society more. Mm. Uh, and so, you know, that could have been one very sensible measure would have been to cap mm. uh, those um, unauthorised overdraft rates in the sector and, and put a, a maximum sort of um, a cap on them. That didn't happen. And I think that raises a much bigger question, which is there's no such thing as free banking. You know, if you go to any hole in the wall in the country and take money out and you can wave this card and all your direct debits are going out monthly, all free of charge, you have to ask yourself, well, all of the infrastructure to support that, you know, what, what, how does that happen um, in, in a free way? It doesn't. Somebody's paying either through extortionate um, credit card rates, unauthorized overdrafts I mentioned. That's why you've seen the behaviours of mis-selling that we've seen and uh, and so on of all sorts of products in recent years. So because you have people that are um, incentivized entirely to um, deliver a maximum return to uh, shareholders. 
Uh, and, um, and that's something we really have to question. If you come back to fundamentally what is the role of banks in society, mm. in my view, it's firstly to keep people's money safe because we are ultimately intermediaries that have moved us all on from bartering potatoes and eggs. Uh, secondly, it's to use that money in the broader interests of the customer and whose money it is. And I think, you know, that, that, that's forgotten and banking has become a sort of uh, a purpose in itself to make money for shareholders and for people who work in banking. And I think we have mm. to get out of the mindset that the banking sector is this goose that could lay a golden egg mm. and generate huge returns on equity and, and so on for investors and for pension funds and everything else and get back to saying, actually, if banking has those two core roles to keep people's money safe and think about how money is used for the longer-term benefits of its customers mm. you know, and the society they live in, then actually you might get to a really interesting discussion about, well, what should banks approach to be to fossil fuel industries? Surely they should be pricing in a risk premium on mm. the interest rates that are charged to those uh, industries and so on. If that happens, then you'll get a shift in the cost of capital to those industries and thereby the economics of those. And those are the sorts of things I would like us to be leading the way and challenge people to have a conversation on. Yeah, yeah. And over the next few weeks, Bevis, we're going to be looking at some of the organisations and companies that you're, you're lending money to. Um, and there's, there's a real broad range of projects, isn't there? There's obviously the, the more obvious ones, the, the big clean energy farms or whatever they might be, but some real kind of socially, you know, realistic projects that, that are really having such a positive impact. Mm. What, what are the ones that, that get you most excited personally? where you think, actually, this is really worthwhile, this is exactly where we should be putting our money? Well, the, the ones that always excite me are the ones that I think are breaking um, uh, breaking new ground. So I, I do like the ones where we're, you know, we've, we've been doing quite a bit with ground source heat pumps lately and things like that, and, then, and you know, you genuinely think you're doing first. But the ones I think that we are all here are most passionate about are where we are supporting people in taking ownership of their own lives and their societies. Mm. So um, I, I love the community ownership projects, where whether it's community-owned renewable energy or community-led um, agriculture or community-led housing developments, you know, that people being more conscious generally about mm. the society they want to design in their locality is key to moving away from this sort of top-down, big government, big business model we've had that, that I'm not sure is, is delivering for us. And, uh, and we've got some amazing, inspiring projects. We've had a church group um, borrow money to um, buy a building in order to set up a food bank in East London. Uh, you know, we've um, uh, had a, a wonderful organisation we've supported that, um, that work with... Uh, uh, with with elderly people and ultimately we have an aging population you know and they work with them around reminiscence things and, and doing artwork that keeps people's minds active but also mm. you know helps combat sort of the onset of some you know challenging mental diseases and so on that we're going to see greater prevalence of in our society there's no doubt about that yeah so you're you're just back with the bank really and um, what was the plan over the next five years you've touched on the the current account coming next year in here in the UK, but hmm. what, what else, what, what's the plan? Well, I mean, the current account that, that we launched in mid-2017 is the opportunity for us to try and appeal to a much broader audience hmm. and to really talk to just you know anybody about their everyday banking and the impact it has. Yeah. Um, and so um, I think, you know, the ambition is to take us from, you know, we're we're approaching 50,000 customers across personal and business customers here. And uh, um, the, the challenge is how do you take Trudos to the next level, which is into the hundreds of thousands of customers, which mm -hmm. we've seen happen in other countries. 
uh, and, and continuing to grow the bank um, to scale in order to have more impact around that debate. What's yeah. the role of banking? What should money be doing? Uh, you know, uh, et cetera, et cetera. And um, that, that's really exciting. And, you know, beyond next year, we will continue to build towards being the first bank. So the current account won't be the last product innovation that we bring into the UK, you know. Uh, and, and ultimately, you know, my hope is that we do all of that. We continue to grow in the UK, both in terms of our product offering and scale and in terms of the size of the bank, therefore. But uh, ultimately, you know, growth isn't everything. Size is not a measure of success for us. Um, being true to our DNA, our values and what we, you know, what we aspire to do with the money and the impact we want to have mm. um, through money is the most important thing. Yeah. And so with that in mind, do you not think the bigger you become, the, the bigger sort of positive impact you can have? Oh, I mean, there's no doubt. I mean, we, we, we are now a one billion bank in the UK, one billion pound bank in terms of total assets under management. And that means that, you know, Triodos can't be dismissed sure. uh, as part of the debate about what works in, in finance and banking. So, mm. um, yeah, I mean, absolutely through scale, we can A, do more things, we can finance more projects, we can mm -hmm. finance bigger projects as we grow, yeah. Uh, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. But I think, you know, one of the most impactful things scale can bring is, is to make us a bigger part of the debate yeah. around what the role of banks should be in society. Well, Bevis, I wish you all the best with it. Thanks for giving us a great introduction to Triodos. Obviously, lots more to come over the next few weeks, but uh, really appreciate your time. Pleasure. Thank you, Tom. Bevis Watts there, the UK Managing Director of Triodos Bank, uh, a company using its scale and to really foster better, more sustainable communities by basically putting its money into the right things, investing in the right things, whether environmental, social or cultural. A uh, great, great story this week with Triodos. Obviously, massive conflict of interest for me. They're, they're sponsoring the show uh, over the next four weeks. But I'm sure you'll agree, uh, a, sto you know, a story that stacks up just fine. Um, you can find out more about Triodos and the way it conducts its business at the website triodos.co.uk, uh, where you can also find out just what sorts of companies and organisations and, and projects it is supporting right now all listed there very transparently uh, and we'll be meeting a couple of those customers uh, of Triodos over the next couple of weeks uh, companies that have a fantastic better business show story to tell in their own right but possibly wouldn't have managed to scale up without the the support of a bank that really gets what it is they're trying to do um, so as I say stay tuned for that over the next couple of weeks as ever, let me know what you think of Triodos and this episode of the show. I'm always interested to hear what you think. You can get in, get in touch with me, Tom Idle at narrativematters.co.uk. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Twitter at Tom Idle. Um, and there's plenty of good conversations going on um, online, particularly on Twitter, actually. It's a good place to head over to find out what's, what's going on in the kind of values-led banking um, world. Uh, you can follow Triodos at Triodos UK. That's a good place to start. But the hashtag banking on values is also quite useful. Um, I think just to, to, to sort of start a, a debate, I mean, it's a debate that's been going on in certain circles for a, a long time now, but, but drawing on some of the things that, that Bevis and I were discussing in today's show about the role of banking and what banking should be doing to kind of help foster a, a better a better world really um but yeah have a look at have a look at twitter have a look at linkedin and get involved in some of the conversations um anyway that's it for another week um we'll be back again uh for our friday five show uh on friday around lunchtime so look out for that 
Um, and then we'll be back with our, uh, another great show uh, next Monday. So until then, goodbye. This episode of The Better Business Show was brought to you in association with Triodos Bank, a global pioneer in sustainable banking using the power of finance to support projects that benefit people and planet. To find out more, head to triodos.co.uk.